Hey guys, Ken's and I are going on tour. The For The Girl 2020 tour is here and we are coming to a city near you. Yes, it's going to be an amazing night of worship, speaking, prayer. We are going to encounter God together. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee, Oxford, Ohio, Kankakee, Illinois, Grand Rapids, Indy, Birmingham, Atlanta, Pasadena, California, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Denton, Texas, and Oklahoma City. You can purchase your ticket at ForTheGirl.com. They are running out quickly, so go today. Also, follow us along on Instagram at ForTheGirl. We're giving you the behind the scenes, the preparation, the time in the van, on our way, after setting up all the fun things. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you there. Can't wait to worship together. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. Are you guys loving this love, dating, and relationship series or what? I am loving it. It's getting me so excited for Valentine's Day. Yes. Just a couple weeks away. Love, love. We love love. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. I hope you buy me candy. Oh, I will. She always does buy me candy, actually, on Valentine's Day. That's so, so cute. We are You're so love. cute. <laughs> <laughs> but we are really excited about today's conversation with Colby Koloff. She is incredible. Um, Mac, won't you tell us a little bit more? Yes, Colby is so awesome. You guys are seriously going to love hearing from her. She has so much wisdom to bring. Um, Colby is actually a singer-songwriter, speaker, and social media influencer. She lives here in Nashville, Tennessee. She was actually on a reality TV show back in the day called Preacher's Daughters. Oh my gosh. Isn't that kind of cool? So cool. It's like an old-school reality TV show. Y'all have to look it up. It's pretty cool. Um, But right now, she is really focusing on writing and actually just a couple days ago released her newest single called Finding My Way Back which is so cool and fun fact (laughs) she wrote the song with Kirsten Kirsten Arion who is one of our best friends and who is also leading worship on the For The Girl Tour yes so many cool connections but um, before we jump into our conversation with Colby we want to do a little Mac and Ken's mess up yes Ken's mess up Okay, so for this week's mess up, guys, we have something a little different for you. So we asked on Instagram for you guys to send in your own embarrassing dating and relationship stories. And um, (laughs) they were so good. They were so good. So, so, so good. So I'm going to read to you a story that we got that I thought was just pretty funny. And um, you can maybe share if if you've had any um, similar experiences. Okay. So here's the story. It says, I was vacationing with my boyfriend's family. I had just found out that I had an intense gluten sensitivity. I mean, classic. We all have that gluten issue. Yes. But I was scared of being, ro- of being rude, so I just ate it on vacation anyway. Long story short. Ooh, that was I, bold. I know, right? 
Long story short, I clogged the toilet in our very small hotel room after having gluten. Could not, for the life of me, get it unclogged. Was probably in there for 20 minutes and I had to ask my boyfriend to unclog it. He could not get it unclogged and had to ask his dad. My sweet boyfriend tried to take the blame, but I think it was pretty clear who did it. Oh, man. That is really sweet of him to try to That's take That's so sweet. But, like, how do you walk out and oh. go, like, hey, listen, I clogged the toilet. Uh. And actually, you know what? This kind of happened to me one time. It did? It wasn't, like, a boyfriend. Didn't really have anything to do with dating. But one time I was staying at my sister's house. And I definitely clogged the toilet in Yikes. the downstairs bathroom and my brother-in-law had to unclog it <laughs> oh that's weird yeah it was so awkward I was literally like oh, I was like no. Molly can you tell Ben like I don't want to tell him and she's like yeah, yeah I'll tell him or whatever but it was just so funny so oh, my poor my brother-in-law gosh. Sorry about that. Um, I don't know what I would have done if it. What would you have done if you clogged the toilet with a new boyfriend? Like, well, do you try to like get it out? Like, <laughs> I genuinely just pictured myself like scooping, scooping it out, out, right, and like trying to do down the sink or like. Yeah. Honestly, if I if I were like that desperate enough, I feel like I maybe would resort to that. Maybe before I ask my boyfriend. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like try to figure it out. That's disgusting of us. I but know. Maybe polite hey, of us. Girls, we got to do what we got to do sometimes. Yeah. To t- like maybe this is the independent in us though too we're like yeah just take charge just take charge make it happen yeah recover <laughs> figure it out <laughs> okay so that story i mean that's too amazing. real we've all been there before well maybe not all of us but some of us have been there before it's pretty embarrassing yeah um but wow. yeah okay are you ready to do this should we get into our chat with colby now yes let's go Hello, Colby. Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. How does it feel? (laughs) Oh my goodness, I just saw a dog walk by behind you. (laughs) Holy cow. A really big dog. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, I got really distracted, but that you You just don't see that everywhere. Yeah. Wow. That would be crazy. Is that someone's dog? That's somebody's dog. Yes. (laughs) We're here at the Delight headquarters and uh, Megan brought her dog today, apparently. So great. Yes. We're so excited you're here. This has been like, I feel like a long time in the making um, of just us trying to figure out some ways that we can do some things together and just like sit down and talk. We, I met you through church, I guess. That's probably where I met you. We both go to the same church ethos Mm -hmm. and then got to grab Mm -hmm. coffee and now we're Uh. sitting here. With a bunch of girls listening to this conversation. And more coffee. Woo, and yes. more coffee. Thank God. <laughs> I just saw how Colby takes her coffee, and I I think it's pretty awesome, actually. Honestly, um, don't judge me. I am a... I like cream and sugar with a little coffee in it. Yeah. That's like, pretty much what she, I do. She was That's like... That's amazing. I was like, do you want coffee? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, do you have creamer? And I was like, oh, yeah, I think we have creamer. And then I gave her the creamer and thought we were done. She's like, do you have sugar? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we do. That's amazing. I am not a, um, yeah, I'm not really an avid coffee drinker, but I am a sugar and cream drinker. Yeah, what can I say? When Colby and I got coffee, we went to Starbucks, which you know, when she suggested Starbucks, and you know, I was like, this is my kind of girl. Because I, we live in Nashville where there's all these cool hip coffee shops, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I just got to say that I love Starbucks. You got to go back to the basics. (laughs) Yes. Do you love Starbucks? Is that your coffee of choice? Um, So I I genuinely don't drink coffee. Oh, you don't? Like, I don't need it to wake up. I just pop out of bed. No Um, way. But I just like the warmth in my hands. So if I'm going to have it, then yes. I go to Starbucks. That's the only place that yeah. um, it tastes like it's a dessert. Sweet enough. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And then I don't feel intimidated because you'll walk into these hipster places yeah. and I'm like, 
um, I just want a peppermint mocha and like get out of here. <laughs> yeah. We only do dark roast or whatever. Yeah, so. the black stuff. Yeah, exactly. Do you drink tea or no? I do like tea. Um, I try to do green tea as often okay. as I can. Oh, that's supposed healthy. to be real good for your body. Yes, yes. But I mean, I do like a gallon of water a day. So I'm wow. like, yeah, I have my That's half good. a gallon water bottle. You carry that with you? And you drink I do. that all the it's time. It's right here because I had it while I was sick. So it's okay. being washed. It's being washed. Oh so yes. Gosh. Yes. You just came off sickness. Are you doing, doing I did. Okay? I'm going to apologize to everyone in advance for the um, stuffed up nose that you're hearing you me talk that. out of. Um, but yes, I did just come off the flu, but I'm doing uh, good. Doing good. I'm on the up. Okay. You're on yeah. the up. It's good. Fun. It's good. that season. Okay. Well. Today on the podcast, as you know, we are talking about love, dating, dating, and relationships, relationships. all the things. So to kick it off, we thought we'd just start off with like a fun, lighthearted question and slightly embarrassing moment too. Because we love to embarrass ourselves and our guests on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, great. Okay, so we we want to know one of your most embarrassing moments while dating. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. If you can think of one. Oh, I can think of one. Oh, you got lots. Um, If you've ever seen the movie The Help, um, they're one of the maids in the help says, talks about the terrible awful that she's, that she did. This is my oh, terrible, like awful. The terrible, awful, the terrible, awful, the terrible, awful. Whoa, oh, that's good. Gosh. That's good. I, I can think of it right off the top of my head <laughs> and it is mortifying just thinking about it. Um, okay. Well, let's just take you back in time to 17 year old Colby. Okay. Um, I like where this is going already. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. So I was 17. <laughs> And, um, and I liked a guy who was 21 and I was about to be 18. So, okay. It wasn't weird. (laughs) Nobody, nobody come after me. Um, but you know, you feel really cool at 17 when a 21 year old likes you. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) So, okay. So me and my friend, um, she and I were hanging out with them and they were two guy friends. Me and her were two friends who were girls. So we were all like, Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. And okay, growing up, there was a four, there was a four letter F word that we did not say in my family. It's not what you were thinking. Oh, okay. Um, oh god, okay. fart, fart. Okay. <laughs> okay, y'all might not, y'all might think this is ridiculous. I just, I don't know what it is. You know, it's just not a comfortable um, thing or word for me to say. I love you. Did you really? It didn't want like to a say curse it. Word. I could tell. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so we're all hanging out. And it's just us, you know, I was 17, she was 18, they're 21, and we're all hanging out in um, the guy's house we were at. He still lived with his parents, probably should have been the first sign to get away, Um, (laughs) but he had these carpet gliders, so you would strap your feet into them, and you could Mm. literally, like, skate on carpet, like, you would glide over it. Oh, so much fun. Um, (laughs) And so I'm I'm doing that, feeling really cool. They were, like, playing pool or something. And I'm not the most, I'm pretty coordinated, um, but not the most. And so I'm going at it and I just like, I hit a wall because I slid so hard and I fall so hard on the ground um, <laughs> that when I fell, <laughs> um, a, a, a bodily, a bodily 
action happened, um, the F word, and it was so loud. I farted so loud because I hit the ground so hard, and I laid there on the ground. I was like, nobody heard that. Nobody nobody heard that. It was in my head. It's not as loud or as obnoxious as I think. I stand up, and they're all just staring at me, like holding back laughter. Oh, And so I just go into denial mode, and I'm like... Oh my gosh, guys, what was that noise? What? No. I, I just hit the wall so hard. Oh. Did you hear? Try to deny it, it. Oh my goodness. No, and I would not <laughs> let go. And like two years later, ran into one of the guys um, at church. And I was like, oh, hey. And he goes, do you remember that one time? I said, oh. please, for the love, just just don't. And I finally admitted <laughs> it. I was like, yes, I did. I, I farted um, that day. And it might not seem like a big deal to you guys, that is just it not something that yeah. is, and still, um, you know, it's still a, a battle I'm, I'm overcoming. Uh, being able to say the word and, and do the whole deed. Oh, so, that yeah. is so That's such Horrible. a good story. That really is. So you, well, just quick little spoiler alert. Colby's dating somebody now. Yes. I'm curious. Have you farted in front yeah, of him? Yeah, you guys fart in, in front like, of him. Like, is it a comfortable thing? Okay, or? so... I guess it's never really that comfortable. It's, for some people, I think it weirdly is. Ew. It is for some. Yeah, people are... Some people are like... I always which, am like, that's so bizarre <laughs> to me. Which it does blow my mind. Okay, so I'll say about three or four months in, um, I have like... I call them bubble guts, but I think it's because like no. I hold in farts a lot when I'm around other people because I'm just mortified. Yeah, I'm like, I don't yeah. want that. No. And so then yeah. it gives me really bad stomach aches. And okay, so it yeah. was like a week of doing that because Andrew and I, you know, we're still in that like, yeah. I want to be really cute all the time in front yes. of you stage. And so finally I was in so much pain. He was like, you just, just release whatever's there. Oh. It's okay. Oh, oh. And I was like, <laughs> no, don't say And but he's even very... the pressure, the pressure to do that is I like know. even worse. Yeah. And he's like, like oh. his family's not weird about it. They're very much like, hey, do you have to poop? Go on. Like, you know, we don't need to know the details, but let's just acknowledge, go yeah. away, do your business. Um, anyways, and I was like, I have to do it. I do. And so I like, I did. Wait, you just farted this loud? <laughs> No. So like, it wasn't loud or anything, but like I just was like, like you know, hyperventilating yeah. and did it. And he was like, "There, you can stop being weird about it." And I was like, "I can't believe I just did that!" Wow. So Wait, I stop. like still try. I'm yeah. very much like an avid not to. No. Um, but we were napping one time, and um, I guess in the comfort of my sleep, <laughs> I released um, another. And another. So he, um, he's not weird about it. He's not one of those guys who's like, yeah, that's absolutely disgusting. Uh, yeah. I mean, Some we're not guys just are like, like super strict about it. And it's almost kind of like, oh, they like don't want you to like, yeah. talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I dated yeah. a guy once who was like, I don't want to know that you poop. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. know that you fart. I don't want like girls don't that's do that. Like, I don't like that. And I'm like, okay, listen, I don't want you to know that either, but also don't tell me that because yeah. Yeah. then it makes it even worse. You are yeah. 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 So that's anyways. like, you accidentally fart and he's like, gonna break up with you and you're like yeah exactly it's just gonna be more to me he's like really you talked about us hey no everybody's gonna love that they will love that (laughs) so that's amazing thank you for sharing that (laughs) i'm not sure do we fart in front of each other very often uh you i whoa whoa (laughs) whoa Whoa. Whoa. how many times have 
we fit in the car and you fart and like it is so bad it's, her farts are really bad because honestly she eats pretty healthy which i think makes Ooh, your that farts does worse. make it worse it does it yeah. does Ew, and like, why is that a thing like you would think it'd be the you opposite, think it'd be the opposite. It, makes, it means your body's like moving correctly yeah it's I like feel. working yeah <laughs> you know but yours sometimes in the car yeah. ratchet are bad. <laughs> and she always says it and then uh, like five seconds later she's like i farted because <laughs> yours are loud usually they're usually silent yeah i feel like it's weird mm. that people's are loud that is so embarrassing you have not loud. met my boyfriend like, <laughs> the healthier i will say the healthier we eat the more he does but they don't his don't smell yeah they and he gets he's now too comfortable because we like broke oh. that barrier and i literally be like how dare you i'm like yeah, okay let's go back bad. it is but um but yeah the healthier we eat it yeah. is like yeah. the more it's the best when frequent. people try to pull off not fighting yeah like, That's this happens yeah. all the time i actually was with josh my boyfriend the other day and we were like walking with my family we were looking at like we got this like parade oh thing yeah and he like farted and i knew it was like you know people have like sense and yeah. like i knew it was his fart and like you knew it was his we fart? were wa- yes and like did we were all walking or did you let it go well we were all walking and it like kept like with us like i was just like oh my gosh this is so bad like i don't know if anybody else knows that this is bad and then like a minute later when we were like a little away from like the crowd i was like did you fight back there and like everybody's first response is denial right, right everybody's like no and i was like josh you fight and he was like i mean you couldn't really smell i was like i did like you know like it's so bad that's such so amazing okay, okay we should move on we got to get to the topic wow, that we was, really went long with that, that was good okay. yeah we've never talked about farts before so that was thank that you was good. thank okay. you you're welcome before we jump into like our you know the meat of this podcast we want to know you took the discover your dating personality quiz yes. so what is your dating type so I am the romantic. Ooh. Yes. So I actually took this way before I met you guys. Um, somebody, I saw someone post about it. Yeah. Or, and I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah. dating. You know, yeah. girls, we, we love love. love. We love dating. We <laughs> yeah. want to know more about why we do what we do. Right. Um, and so I took it, and it was the romantic, and I was not surprised at all. Yeah. Um, I'm also an Enneagram 4, so... That yeah. they're also Extra called romantic, the romantic yes. sometimes as well. Yes. So it made sense. So you love love. You yes. fall easily. Like give your whole heart. You want the you want the flowers, the chocolate, all the things. Yes. You love the story. Good story. Yes. Okay. A good yes. story. We that love is that. for sure. That okay. is amazing. Yes. Okay. So tell the listeners before we jump in, what has your dating life looked like over the past couple years? Um, yeah, we don't have to go all the way back, I guess, till your childhood. But over the last couple of years, what yeah. did it look like, like on the playground? When I was four. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> you never know if this guy's going to play. You know, I will say, one, I can remember the guy I liked in kindergarten. Um, uh, and I can truly identify the struggles that I've had the last couple of years mm. and even see them oh, starting at five no. years old. Wow. Like, I, as crazy as that sounds, and I think if, um, if we did more intentional diving into kind of our struggles and the roots of them we would see that the patterns started and were planted they were rooted from a young age yeah um so as you know i know you're joking but i'm like oh no it really it started back then (laughs) like the the patterns that i've had that's a word that's a word um man my dating life so yeah i'll give a little elevator version um i've always been the girl who's had a boyfriend 
Um, I've always been the girl who has needed a boyfriend, who has needed somebody to talk to, um, needed someone who is blowing up my phone, taking me out. Um, I mean, ever since I can remember, it's just been this desire that has like eaten at me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is the simplest way I can put the reflection of what my dating life has been like. Um, there wasn't a lot of just me time unless Mm -hmm. It was enforced by the Lord (laughs) that it was just me. Um, And so that has kind of been, yeah, that's been the last few years. That's been the majority of my life is um, I've fought being the girl who needed Mm -hmm. a boyfriend. Uh, So, yeah, to answer your question, that's kind of been it. No, I love that. And I think that that's um, so many women listening probably can relate and be like, yes, I've been there. I've been there and, you know, just had boyfriend after boyfriend. And like, it's so comforting to have that in your life. Mm So when you like look at this, what is kind of what is what do you think is the underlying thing there? What is the biggest maybe issue you faced in all of this, like dating one guy and then dating the next person and all these things? Like what's kind of the the underlying hardship or maybe insecurity there? Yeah. Yeah. For a long time, um, and I do think this plays a role in it, I related it to uh, my father not being mm. home. Yeah. Um, so my parents divorced when I was 11. Oh, wow. uh, even before they divorced, um, my dad is a pastor, and so he traveled a lot for ministry. Mm. Uh, and my parents did ministry together. So we traveled a lot with him as well, but mm. they didn't necessarily have the healthiest marriage and when they divorced at 11 um you know we were primarily with my mom Mm -hmm. a few years in she ended up moving us to Arizona and so we were even further away from him and then Mm -hmm. we moved to Tennessee and we're still kind of far and so um that's what I related the issue to for a long time and Mm -hmm. I do think that um that is one of the roots but there's something even deeper that I have found Um, and that is an incorrect view of God and Mm. an incorrect view of myself. Mm. And a lot of people go to, oh, the wrong view of myself to more, um, give yourself more self-love and that's the cure. It's like, no, I don't need more self-love. I need more of God's love. And, um, we live in a self-love culture right now that has convinced us that that's the cure Mm -hmm. to our insecurities, that that's the cure to our problems. Um, and that's not it. Um, now is, is there times and seasons when we need to step back and say, okay, Lord, like I need to seek it through your word, my identity and, and that form of self-love, of course. But Mm -hmm. the moment I stopped, uh, stopped kind of blaming, whether it's my dad, whether it's the guy who hurt me, you know, here or there and blamed all of them for the issues and took a step back and said, what's my view of God in the midst of all of this? And mm-hmm. am I going to scripture to understand who this God that I serve is? Yeah. Um, that's when I started uncovering the real reasons why my dating life is so sporadic. It's so unhealthy. Yeah. I literally feel like I need affirmation from a man. I I crave it like a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so that's when it really started being uncovered yeah. of the why. And and then that when you uncover the truest, the true why, that's the only way you can mm-hmm. discover how to like overcome it and to push through it. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Like mm. un- 
like ripping off the band-aid of like, okay, (laughs) why, why am I responding like this? Like, where's the root of this? Mm -hmm. Could you walk us through a moment, like in the last couple of years that this was like hardest for you? Like where you were like probably struggling the most with this. I'm sure there's probably a lot of listeners that are like, oh, I kind of feel like this is me maybe, Mm -hmm. but like maybe you're like slightly in denial. So could you walk Mm -hmm. us through just like really like a moment, how you felt like, where your head was, mm. all those, all that. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've only had like three serious relationships. I'm in my third right now. Mm. Um, and after the first and the second, I had, um, kind of the same pattern of denial. I'm totally fine to then, um, all right, I'm going to date tons of people and then I'll just be alone and then I'll find someone else and then jump into the relationship next. That was mm-hmm. kind of my pattern. Yeah. Um, and as unhealthy as that was, that wasn't even really my my eye-opening moment of like something's like really deep here. Yeah. Um, and I would say the breaking point, about a year and a half ago, um, I went through a breakup and... Within a month, I was on all the dating apps, uh, you know, going out with a different person like every other night. Mm-hmm. Um, I I literally didn't buy meals for like three weeks. As horrible <laughs> as that sounds, I was like, well, this is great. I'm saving myself Budgeter. money. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and as important as I think mm-hmm. dating is, which yeah. we can talk about that later, um, my heart was in such an unhealthy place. And that's actually right when I met Andrew, mm-hmm. who yeah. I'm dating. And it was this moment of, I met someone healthy, um, someone Mm. who was truly like pursuing the Lord, truly after him was pursuing me in the godliest way I had ever known. Mm. Um, and yet I like wanted nothing to do with it and Mm. I fought it Mm. every step of the way. And, um, and so I had this moment of, I am, our deepest desire, and it's the way the Lord created us, is to be in relation with, obviously, a husband, but that's only a reflection because it's our heart's deepest desire is a relationship with the Lord, yeah. um, and that's what marriage is. It's a reflection of Christ and His church, yeah. um, and that's why we desire it even more than we'll admit sometimes, mm-hmm. and the desiring it isn't wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how you go about the desire yeah. and how you kind of understand and pursue it. And I was just, I mean, I was, I was in a place where like, you know, I had someone telling me, Hey, I want to pursue you the way God's called me to. Mm. I want to love you into holiness. And I'm like, okay, well I'm going out with a different guy every other night. Like Mm. I want nothing to do with that. Like I, I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. And, um, and so I really found myself at this crossroads of, I can see my desire in the face, but then I look in the mirror and all I want is to like hide and do everything that will push that further from me. Um, and yeah, it just, it was this, um, kind of earthquake of what now, like, what do you, what do you do when you finally realize it? But now what do I do with the realization? Like, I don't even know, I don't, I, I don't even know how to overcome it now that I see it, you know, right in front of me. Yeah. So that's crazy. I don't know yeah. that answers that's exactly your question. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like wow. it's something that we 
I love all that you said there because something that mm. we talk about all the time when we talk about dating relationships is how um, our intimacy here on earth usually is a mirror for how we approach intimacy with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when yes. we are kind of seeking shallow, maybe like attention seeking intimacy here on earth, like cheap attention in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like yeah. oftentimes it's kind of how our relationship with the Lord looks. It's like pretty shallow and it's not really us going deep with him. And so yeah. I think like maybe I want to know too, as you kind of learned how to really let the Lord love you and to like really chase after God's love first, because it seems like you've kind of had this journey. How did that change like your earthly relationships? How did that make a difference in your relationship with Andrew and even other people in your life? Because I think that that makes such a difference is so many of us are chasing the wrong thing. We're chasing a relationship first. And then we're Mm -hmm. like, and then I'll figure out how to let the Lord really love me and how to approach a relationship. But what does it look like to flip it on its head and go, you know, I'm going to chase after God's heart and like really learn to love him and be loved and to like sit in this beautiful, amazing love and then watch as that starts to change my relationship. So maybe you can share a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so in, um, in Psalm 37, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. I think a lot of the times we have heard that scripture and we go, all right, Lord, I'll pray to you. You'll give me what I want. Yeah. Um, and we we don't understand that it says, delight yourself in the Lord, and then He will give you yeah. the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really started, He started revealing to me um, that it's not just I pray for what I want, and then He gives it. Mm-hmm. It's delighting in Him, and then He takes my heart of stone, and He turns it into a heart of flesh. Yeah. And so... I would say that's kind of the very first thing for going into everything else is delighting yourself in the Lord and then he will show you his heart's desire for you and then your desires become aligned with his Mm -hmm. and it just starts to shift everything. And uh, and then the more that that's the more that's done, the more you delight in him. And what's that look like? It's reading his word. It's sitting in meditation and prayer with him. It's communing with him. It's Every time before I read any type of scripture, I'm like, Lord, please open my eyes, open my ears, like make my heart on fire and help me to understand your word clearer. Like it says, our hearts are the most deceitful of all things. And so... I never want to just trust in, this is what I feel, so this is right. It's like, no, Lord, you show me. Um, Like, you tell my heart that I I believe before I feel. Yeah, Um, that's good. And so that's kind of the very first and foremost thing of uh, of being on this journey of, okay, how do I seek you? How do I, um, I want this, I want a relationship, I want this thing. Um, I know I'm supposed to want you more. So how do I flip it? Because a lot of the times yeah. it gets, it goes, like you said, relationship first. Okay, and then we'll get the Lord, yeah. you know, set in place. Yeah. Like, no, 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 seek first the kingdom and all other things will be added. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean that we then seek the Lord so that we can get those other things. Uh, I think that the more we delight in Him, the more we seek His will mm-hmm. through everything, Um the less those things matter and the more we realize like, oh, we're here to bring you glory. We're here to know you intimately. Like I want to know him as intimately as possible because it doesn't, I could be in a, I could be married tomorrow, 
but like that will never ever ever give me the satisfaction of my relationship with God um and so I think that that's another thing um that that we we think a lot of the time is okay well if I get this that'll kind of satisfy this burning desire of relationship it's Mm. like if ladies if you want a a man who's gonna ride in on a white horse like go to revelation Jesus is literally coming on a horse like (laughs) the bible is the most pure love story we could ever ever desire Mm. um and I and because it may not feel as tangible because we're not getting a text from God or we're not getting roses sent to us from the Holy Mm. Spirit or, (laughs) you know, and so it it doesn't satisfy our kind of um, earthly flesh feelings. Mm. So sometimes it feels like, oh, but it's missing. We're still missing something. And that's so real. And it's it gets annoying sometimes because you're like, okay, well, if you could just send a bird to like whisper to me and be like, I love you so much. Like, that'd be great, Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it just doesn't work like that yeah. sometimes. And um, and so in the seasons of singleness and seasons of relationship, um, I think that was one of the biggest lessons he had to teach me. Mm-hmm. And he had to teach me that. And he's still teaching me that, to be honest. But he um, had to teach me that before my heart would ever be in a place to receive any kind of love. And, um, you know, our natural instinct is to fight off good. It's to fight like pureness and, and the love of God. Like it it says it's a battle of flesh and spirit. We don't naturally go, Oh Lord, let me just receive all of your love. And, um, and so it's this daily, show me how to receive your love today. Show me who you are. Show me, um, what it even, what love even means and how to be love, how to let that reflect in my other relationships, how to let that reflect in my friendships. And, um, and it's really, really hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. And even when you uncover it and discover it little by little, it doesn't, make the issue go away yeah um and that's a hard reality i've had to learn is i thought well once i'm in a relationship with a guy who truly puts the lord first and above me and pursues me right and is leading me to the lord and i'm pursuing god like it'll go away this desire for attention this desire for affirmation this desire for a boyfriend or a husband's love will just kind of go away because it'll be it'll be more god-centered and like Mm -hmm. that's the biggest lie it really, it really is the biggest lie yeah. that that stuff just goes away. Yeah, that's yeah. so real. I love that. I think it's like, yeah, seeking after God before, before a relationship is yeah. hugely important. And I know, like, what happens is, you know, that like burning desire you were talking about to like mm-hmm. have a boyfriend and yeah. be married. It's not like when you started chasing after Jesus that like that desire just like kind of like went away either. Like right, you still yeah. totally had that desire. But I know and I've heard and I'm sure you've experienced this when you start like chasing after Jesus and putting all your eggs in that basket and you're just like, okay, God, I'm going to forget about the guy thing for a second and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go after you. Truly what starts to happen is you like, you see like purpose in that and you're like, oh my gosh, you're calling me the this and like, I found this in you and Mm -hmm. I love to worship you and I feel freedom in you and like all these like beautiful things and like that longing, it doesn't go away, but it Mm -hmm. does, it starts to become the second thing. And it it really will. And I think a lot of people listening probably don't even believe that. They're like, no way. Uh, Honestly, no way. No, I wouldn't have, if I was, 
if I was listening to this being where I was a year and a half, two years, three years ago, like yeah. I would have been like, yeah, screw y'all. Like you yeah. don't know what you're talking about. And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking that, I understand, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to say, get off your high horse yeah. because I wish somebody would have said that to me. Yeah. I wish somebody would have looked me in the face and said, I know you don't believe it, but that is your problem and you need to go to the Lord yeah. and you need to say, Lord, I'm sorry that I don't even believe this truth about you because this that's what his word says, yeah. is that seek yeah. first his kingdom and all things yeah. will be added. That doesn't mean you get everything you want, but that means that he shows you what's actually like important yeah. and he reveals yeah. those things to yeah. you. And so, so I'm going to lovingly say that and lovingly <laughs> challenge the girl who's listening so to this, good. who's like, I don't believe you. Yeah, well, you're in a relationship now, so what you say doesn't matter. <laughs> or, you know, because there, I would have done that. Like, yeah. I was stubborn. I mm. was just angry because I would also see people who had things I wanted or in a relationship mm. that I wanted and thought, yeah, well, that's obviously not for me because God hasn't given that to me yet. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, you know what? Timing, one, also... <laughs> Um, humility it says yeah. he exalts the proud and or no wait what's the scripture say humble <laughs> he exalts the humble and oh shoot it's, sorry lord i want to say the word admonishes is that the wrong Whoa. word he, <laughs> yeah, girl over here. it's not right it's not right wait. it might not be right sam do you know <laughs> Wait, we don't know we don't know it's okay we'll, fig- we'll yeah, figure it, it out later humility humility yeah. is one of the most important attributes to of mm-hmm. righteousness yeah. and um and when you want to buck up and be like i deserve <laughs> this and i get yeah. that like hey it's time to humble yourself before the yeah. lord and say okay lord show me then yeah. why i'm not there so and i think that's yeah. so important and i think so many people and girls like we got to remember that god is not a transactional god mm-hmm. and so like I love that you brought up Psalm 37, 4 about delighting yourself in the Lord and just remembering that like, Mm. if you are seriously looking at the mindset of like, Lord, I'm going to pursue you because I really want you to give me something. Like, you got to remember like that, our like whole walk with Jesus all goes back to the heart. And if our heart is coming from the wrong place at it, it is going to be really hard to connect with the Lord. Like you Mm. connect with the Lord via your heart and you can't connect with them. Like, okay, God, I'm going to do this. So you'll give me this. And I think it's really like hard truthing yourself and going to like, okay, God, even if you never gave me this, even Mm. if I never, you know, got a boyfriend, got a husband, fell in love, even if none of that happened, like you would still be enough for me. Mm, And I think that's where so many girls need to start. We need to start there of like, God, if you literally, if I never, that's not a part of my story, like, would you still be enough for me? And really asking ourselves that question. And um, I think that can kind of be our ground zero where we can start and be like, honestly, (laughs) Lord, today, I can't sit here and say you're enough for me, mm-hmm. but like tomorrow I want to be a little bit closer and the yeah, next day I want to yeah. be a little bit closer. And if we can kind of start that journey, I think when yeah. you guys talked about like, you know, it really does, God really can like consume all the desires and, and they can really start to yeah. change. And yeah. I think like just giving yourself that hard truth and starting there and being like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, right now I'm not there, but I want to be there. Yeah. So. It's funny because in today's world, it just is like this, like backup. It's like an assumption, not like yeah. the future or whatever. You're right. Yeah. And your timing. Someday. And everybody says it to you all the time. Yeah. They're, right. like, they're like, you'll find him. No worries. Yeah. No rush. And, and like, yeah. sure, God can be enough like for me for like a year or two years, three years until yeah, my mid 30s. 10 years down the road. Yeah, but like, <laughs> or just like, what about forever? Like, is yeah. he enough for you forever? And like, yeah that can that will be that's a lot some people's realities yeah Yeah. exactly and like just like sinking into that reality and getting really closer 
Okay, guys, so you've probably heard us mention this whole discover your dating personality quiz. Well, if you haven't taken it yet, what are you doing? All you got to do is go to forthegirl.com. You'll find the link to the quiz and you will figure out which of the six types of daters that you are. Are you the committed? Are you the cautious? Are you the flirt? I don't know. Take the quiz. Post your results on Instagram. We cannot wait to see what type you are. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's that's really good, and I, um, and I, again, that's still a question. I mean, I know you're in a relationship, and um, that's still a question you a- have to ask, even in a relationship. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I tell girls all the time: is that um, if you don't get to that root and say, "Lord, help me, help me to see you as enough." Yeah. Um, then it's it's not just going to go away when you have what you think you want yeah. and when you get the relationship that you think will fix that when you get the job when you get the um you know social media presence whatever yeah. it might be like that's not going to go away if the lord's not enough for you now he won't be enough for you then yeah, yeah and so and so i i still ask myself that and um mm-hmm. and still have to you know die to myself and die to my natural desires of so, you know, struggling to maybe put Andrew above him and, yeah, yeah. you know, can fall into that. And then yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. If you took him away today, would would I be okay? Yeah, yeah. I would. You know why? Because you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, and if yeah. us having or not having a relationship, a job, you know, one thing or the other determines yeah. our view of God, then we already have the wrong view of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's always got to be the first thing, regardless mm-hmm. of the situation, because there's always going to be something that comes up next. Like, right. You know, whatever it is. So that's so good. Okay, I'm curious. Could you, I'm sure you've taken a lot of time to like think about, um, now that you're in a relationship with Andrew, mm-hmm. um, I'm shout sh- out to Andrew. Shout, shout out to Andrew. Out. <laughs> He's amazing. We love Andrew. Um, but uh, yeah, and you said just before this that you met him in a season that was one of the hardest for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> could you walk us back to, or now that you're on this side, could you just like, um, share something reflecting back in that season that you wish you maybe would have done different (laughs) um how like you could have changed that mindset what would you have done because I I want to speak to people that could be in that place right now yeah um so I'll I'll let you guys in a little more on when we met so first of all we met on Bumble um and we swiped right on October 4th. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um on what was your opening line? Let's hear it. Oh, I sent him a gif of Rihanna doing a peace sign. Wait, um, because <laughs> was I, that your go-to? Uh, you know, it was some type of gif because it was so uncomfortable for me that I had to reach yeah. out first yeah. cuz I'm such like a I say I'm I'm so classic. I was on a dating app. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so old-fashioned. Yeah. But yeah, so I sent him a gif. Um, and then within like an hour, he was like, Hey, I want to take you to drinks. He's not, he's not a, like, let's talk on this app for two weeks and then maybe I'll ask you for coffee. He's <laughs> yeah. not that type. It's a good um, thing. on our first date, I text my best friend within 30 minutes and was like, I'll never see this guy again. Um, not my type. You know, he showed up in a suit cause he came out of work really late and was very put together. <laughs> I could just tell like, Oh, this guy has his stuff together. I, this ain't my type. I like yeah. the guys who don't know what they're doing tomorrow, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> And on our third date, he was like, hey, I don't want to see anyone else. Like, I just want to pursue you. And I was like, you know, again, in that unhealthy place. I was like, I'm, you know, dating. 
every other day I'm going out with somebody different like I'm not committing to anyone like don't you Mm -hmm. dare try to tie me down you know just this very prideful rebellious heart Mm -hmm. um his response was that's totally fine you do what you need to do um and I will be the last man who's standing Mm -hmm. and I was like I my response was um you're a douche and I don't know if I can say that on this I'm sorry but (laughs) I literally told him that I was like that's the most like douchebag comment you could ever say to me like oh you'll be the last one standing I was like okay you you know you're a little cocky (laughs) um and and he really didn't mean it pridefully Mm -hmm. now in my pride and my pain I took everything that he did so incorrectly because I didn't know how to see it through a healthy lens. Um, so rather than seeing that as a man who lovingly saw what he wanted, I was like, Oh, you're just prideful and you're a guy I don't want to, you know, be with. Um, Mm. and so for the next, honestly, two months, um, I put him through hell and, I used to joke about it of like, oh man, he, I put him through so much, but he lasted. That's how you knew he was a good one. Um, and that still was such a prideful view of everything. Um, and I'm probably going to cry just because the Lord is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot I wish I could change. Um, my instinct is I would change so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord truly used that um, for his glory, because that's how he had to show, he had to show me, um, what tangible, unconditional love looked like. Um, but also he taught Andrew through that, how to love someone unconditionally, because, um, that's a lesson that he hadn't learned yet. And six months before meeting me, um, you know, someone challenged him to start praying for his wife and to start praying for how to how to love someone truly how Christ calls you to love. Mm. Um, and so that was kind of, I was his test of that. And, and there, there, there's a lot I would change going back because I treated a man who was so, um, loving and patient and kind. I treated him with so much, um, anger and pride. And I just abused his grace and his love a lot to be honest. Um, he bent over backwards to show me love. And I, I, I I wasn't even in a place where I could receive it, but even if there were glimmers of it, I would just fight it off. Mm. Um, and, and so as painful as it is to admit that, Mm -hmm. um, and as painful as it is to think back and be like, wow, I was in such a place of just anger and, and pain that, I hurt someone who truly was loving me the way Christ called him to. Yeah. Um, I give God so much thanks and glory because I know that uh, that he did that for me because mm-hmm. he loved me. Mm-hmm. And he also did that for Andrew because he loved him, even yeah. though it was yeah. two completely different experiences and it was so painful for Andrew. Um, yeah. He mm-hmm. still you know, would sit here and say, thank God for it. Uh, because he learned so much more about the Lord through that, and so, so did I, yeah. which is how it should be. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, if someone is kind of going through that, I would say um, the only thing that that opened my eyes to the pureness of Andrew's love was the Lord, and mm. and honestly, Andrew's prayers yeah. um, on our one month, like our official one month last year, he gave me journal entries. Uh, through those like two and a half months of him pursuing me and me really, 
you know, mm-hmm. fighting him off. Yeah. And none of the prayers were like, God, I want Colby to be with me. Change your heart. Like, you know, God, make Colby view me how I view her. It wasn't that. Mm-hmm. All of them were, Lord, I pray that you draw her in today. Lord, I pray that she um, experiences you more intimately. God, show her more of who you really are. Whatever pain is in her heart, I pray that you comfort it. Like, they were all such selfless prayers mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I'm, I'm reading those and I'm looking back and, and realizing this is what this is what Christ's love looks like. Like, this is just a glimpse mm-hmm. of the pursuit that Christ has for our hearts yeah. and the pursuit that His love has for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, thinking back to that, like, Andrew's love makes me cry. Like, the Lord's love should make me hysterically <laughs> sob because yeah. that's just, a you know, a glimmer. And, um, and so, you know, your original question is, what would I change? There's so much. Like, there are so <laughs> many snippy things I would say to him to try and hurt him or to try and put him in his place or to try and be like, Hey, I'm an independent woman. I don't need you. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, just things like that, that I'm like, Oh man, that have still have ripple effects that, um, you know, have, they don't just go away just because you're, you know, you both are like pursuing the Lord, like comments and things that you say, your words are so powerful and from the tongue can come life or death. Um, And so there are things like that that I'm like, man, I wish I, you know, my flesh didn't win in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, I'm like, Lord, I thank you that you can truly take all things that were just meant for such ugly and work them for your glory so that I can sit here and be like, hey, God is so good and so redemptive and can truly take a girl who was like, you're too healthy for me, get away from me. Um, who couldn't receive love, who just hated herself mm-hmm. and and hated God to a point because mm-hmm. I just didn't believe his character and who he was yeah. um, and can yeah. take that and, and I can sit here and be like, wow, the Lord's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an earthly man can mm-hmm. love you into holiness and can yeah. love you the way Christ mm-hmm. called you to. And, mm-hmm. um, and seeking the Lord above all else really does satisfy every desire. Yeah. Um, is just evidence of his goodness. Yeah. So good. That's so good. And cool yeah. I just gonna say just like such a power of redemption and such mm-hmm. the power of, um, gosh, I think there are so many women out there. If they're really honest with themselves, they really believe that they don't deserve a good relationship like they really got down to it they think that there's Mm -hmm. they've messed it up or they're you know they just start to believe the lie that they they don't actually deserve that at the end of the day and I love that God kind of pursued you through Andrew who was somebody that like saw what you deserved and Mm -hmm. like didn't stop fighting for that and I think that that's really cool and like you Mm -hmm. said it's just a glimpse like a little taste of Mm -hmm. God's heart for you and God's heart for like all of us women out there and said such a beautiful story and I think like before we wrap up I'd love to hear because it just seems like God's taking you on this journey throughout this time of like learn you know going through this time where you were seeking attention and affirmation and approval from from men all over the place and then like really learning what it looks like to fall in love with Jesus and then how God has just kind of redeemed that and redeemed this area of relationships Mm -hmm. in your life so what would you say to that girl who maybe right now is like just chasing after attention 
from guys and is like kind of stuck in that cycle like what would be your your final biggest piece <laughs> of advice <laughs> i know it's pressure oh, but man. <laughs> anything is awesome oh, yes. man. um well first of all girl i feel you <laughs> and you are not the only one who has that you know tension of you want you know, you want the relationship, you want the man, you want the attention, um, you want that, and you're trying to figure out how to not want that more than you want God. Yeah. Um, that has been my life for ever since I can remember, and I know the struggle, I know kind of the torment mm-hmm. that goes on in your heart and your spirit because, mm-hmm. you know, you it really is this battle of all right, Lord, I know I should want you more, but like, I still want this. I still crave this. This is where I feel all my focus is going to. Um, and so pray, like go to scripture, just study the word, know who the God you're serving is like through and through, you know, it says the scripture is God breathed. Um, and it is not, it is not a one-time thing. We really live in a culture that doesn't understand how um, how necessary it is to read our Bibles and to pray because it says that He will renew our minds and the Word will renew our minds and our thoughts and our hearts and the Word is mm. the Scriptures. And um, you don't take one shower and think that you're clean forever. Like you would start to smell after like four days. So don't just... <laughs> pray once and read the scripture once and then think, all right, I'm good. And I'll wait for you to take this burning desire away. No, it's a daily thing of, Mm -hmm. okay, Lord, this is still there. And you know, there's a story in the new Testament where, um, a man's coming to Jesus and he wants to be healed. And Jesus says, do you believe that I can heal you? And he Mm -hmm. says, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's still my prayer now it changes in different areas, but especially relationally is, all right, Lord, I believe that you are enough, but help my unbelief, you know, help the parts of my heart that think, oh, but what if you're not enough here? But what if this is never satisfied? And mm-hmm. um, and so I can tell you that even if you got the relationship of your dreams tomorrow, that that struggle, that need and craving for attention and affirmation wouldn't go away it might for a minute but it would it would creep back in uh, because the root is that your heavenly father is the only one who can satisfy that mm-hmm. like wholly and and fully um and so don't don't wait you know we use the scripture a lot uh don't think about tomorrow for tomorrow brings its own struggles you know worry about today and yeah. i i don't think I think sometimes we take that as, okay, let's just think about today. Let's not worry about tomorrow. But I also think that the Lord's like, no, don't be a tomorrow person. Yeah. Don't be somebody who says, well, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll read tomorrow because um, the tomorrow person is is where Satan can kind of get his hooks in you. Mm-hmm. And um, and so start today. Mm-hmm. Go to him mm-hmm. today. Fall on That's your knees good. today. And just be honest. Like Come to him the way Jesus did in the garden saying, please take this cup from me, but follow it up with, but your will be done, not mine. And so come to him humbly as a child and say, Lord, I want this relationship that I don't have. I see all my friends getting engaged, all my friends getting married, getting in relationships, having kids, whatever it might be. Um, and I'm not there. And, 
and then follow it up with, but your will be done. So just show me, show me your heart's desires for me. Um, show me your will. And, um, and the more that you do that, I mean, I'm telling you, he really does shift your focus. He shifts your view of it. Um, the more that you can just tell your flesh that, Hey, you bow down to the spirit of God. It's Mm -hmm. not the other way around. Um, I'm not going to say it gets easier, but it it does get, um, how how can I say it It doesn't get easier? Like it it never does. Jesus literally said it will never be easy. Like it, Mm -hmm. people will hate you. You will go through so many trials. Um, however, he can truly build you up and and put the armor of God on you to where when those thoughts come, you know, your scripture, you can combat it with, you know, you hear that whisper, you'll never have a relationship like that. You can cut it down with the truth of, you know, I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Um, just whatever those things might be. And, and it's a renewal of your mind. It's a renewal of your thoughts and, um, and he will do it. Like he's just, he's a God who, Mm -hmm. who loves his children and who says, I want to bring you into communion with me. Mm -hmm. And we get to know him. We get to just be intimate with him and, and know him fully. Um, and the more that we do that, when or if that relationship does come one day, mm-hmm. um, you want to be the someone that you're so desperate in finding. So just continue to press through. Be the you know be the woman of God that He calls us to be. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a wife, then you know whether that is or is not in the cards for you. Like then still press in through Scripture. What does yeah. a biblical wife look like? What's a biblical friend look like? What's a biblical daughter? sister you know all these roles that we play um just let him just let him like cloak your heart cloak your mind with his truth and his word Mm -hmm. because that will sustain you more than any guy who can text you and tell you you look good or comment on your instagram or snapchat whatever it might be Mm -hmm. like there's a reason that a snapchat lasts for 10 seconds like (laughs) those things only satisfy for so long um and the only thing that will last is the Lord and the truth of His Word. So, so good. good. Preach Amen. it, Colby. <laughs> For real. Bringing the Word over here. Yeah, there's so much you can do today. Yeah. God really can um, fulfill that desire of yeah. your heart. Colby, thank you. This was so fun. Oh. Like, just fun. And yes. I learned so much. And... Oh, I, this is like, I'm so glad we finally made this happen. This is awesome. Thank you guys yes. for having me. Seriously. Oh, so good. All right. We will see everybody next week.